Hello, welcome to Cult. We are broadcasting from a noisy warehouse in New York City, as always, with the lovely ambient sound of a big fan, which is for another layer, but also ventilation. Yeah, that's, that is all happening. And the big news yesterday was that Jon Stewart is returning to The Daily Show. So it's been about 10 years. He was host until 2015. And uh, so he will be hosting part-time, Mondays only, through this election year, through 2024. And I am excited about this. And I, and I, and I you know, and, and so much has changed in that amount of time and not just, you know, uh, culturally and politically, but, you know, just the idea of how we get our information. And he was so influential and powerful and he still is, you know, but it is, it's, it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what kind of impact he has. And the thing that I guess I always really enjoyed about him, um, is that you learn something through his comedy, or he says things in such a succinct, amusing way that you're like, wow, I never thought about it like that. So you can take whatever he said, but so many times when he would say something in a way that you, me, would then take it and be like, this, that this is what Jon Stewart said. Or, you know, send the clip, because, um, yeah, he's just so smart, and so, I hope, you know, that when he comes back on these Mondays, so it'll be concentrated because it's just a Monday, that these will get picked up in the same way that they used to be. You know, these these little nuggets, these little gems of wisdom and insight that kind of parse it down to reality. So we need a lot more reality, especially in an election year. And I wonder now, you know, he'll his first episode will be early February, I think February 12th. Um, so that, that's just in a few weeks. So I, I'm hoping that this will, um, you know, become viral and useful and relevant in the same way that it used to. And, you know, uh, I, I'm including here a clip of now 20 years ago, um, which I've seen a little bit on TikTok, uh, like clips of it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post some of these too, but um, posting right now is an excerpt from uh, Jon Stewart on Crossfire, which was a CNN show, which, which, which was supposed to be debate with then 35-year-old, wait, so I guess that means he's 55, wow, um, uh, Tucker Carlson. And he's such a little slimy bitch. Oh my God. Um, Jon Stewart basically destroys the show. It did not come back from this. And um, it's so funny because, you know, he doesn't know, you know, this is this is a conversation. He's so clever. Um, here it is, roll it. Well, but but my, my point is this, mm -hmm. if your idea of uh, confronting me is that I don't ask hard hitting enough news questions, we're in bad shape, fellas. We're here to love you, not confront you. No, 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 but, but what, what I'm saying is, is this. I, I'm not. I'm here to, to confront you because we need help from the media and they're 
hurting us. And it's, yeah. the, the idea if is... The, if the indictment, let me get this straight, if the indictment yeah. is... Uh, if the indictment is, and I, I have seen you say this, that yeah. uh, crossfire reduces everything, as I said in the intro, to right. left, right, black, white. Yes. Well, it's because, see, we're a debate show. It's like seeing the no, one no, channel. No, 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 that'd be great. A storm I would love to see a debate show. a 24-hour day where we have each side on as best no, we no, can No, 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 that would be great. And have to, them fight it out. To do a debate would be great, but that's like saying pro-wrestling is uh, John, a show John, about athletic John, I'm competition. Sorry. I, I think you're a good comedian. I think your lectures are boring. Let me ask you, let yeah. me ask you a question on the news. Now, this is theater. I mean, it's, it's it is, obvious. No, no, it is. How old are you? 35. And you wear a bow tie. Yeah, I do. I do. So, I do. so this is... No, no, I know, I know. So you're right. Theater. Let me just go. Now, come on. And come listen, on. I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that you're, that, not, you're not a smart guy, because those are not easy to tie. But the thing difficult. is that this, you're doing theater when you should be doing debate, which would be great. You do no, it's, it's, it's not, not honest. What you do is not honest. What you do is partisan hackery. And I'll, and I'll tell you, you why I, I know You have on your show, and you sniff his throne, and you're accusing us of partisan hackery? Absolutely. You're You've a, got to be kidding, man. You're on CNN. Say. My, the show that leads into me is puppets making crank phone calls. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, I'm just saying, there's no reason for you, when you have this marvelous opportunity not to be the guy's butt boy, to go ahead and be his butt boy. Yes, that no, is embarrassing. I was absolutely his butt boy. I was so far, you would not believe what he ate two weeks ago. You know, the interesting thing that I have is, you have a responsibility to the public discourse. And you, you fail miserably. School, I think. You need to go to one. The, the thing that I want to say is, when you have people on for just knee-jerk, reactionary talk... Wait, I thought you were going to be funny. Come on, be funny. No, no, I'm not going to be your monkey. Um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I watch your show every day, and it kills me. I can tell you love it's it. So, oh, it's so painful to watch. Um, you know, because we need what you do. This is such a great opportunity you have here to actually get politicians really off of their marketing anyway? and strategy. Yeah, it's someone who watches your show and cannot take it anymore. I just can't. What's it like to have dinner with you? It must I'm be just... excruciating. Do you like lecture people like this or do you come over to their house and sit and lecture them and you know they're not doing the right thing, that they're missing their opportunities, evading their responsibilities? If I think they are. Look! I wouldn't want to eat with you, man. That's horrible. I know, and you won't. But the thing we I did, want to get to... We did promise naked pictures of the Supreme Yeah, we did. No. Let's get to those. Why can't, in this book, why can't we just talk? Book. Please, I beg of you guys. I please. think you watched too much Crossfire. We're going to take a quick No, break. no, no, no. Look, no, no, hold please. on. We've got, we've got commercials. We're please. Right Next. Please stop. In the rapid fire. Please Hopefully stop. Hopefully he'll be here. We hope. We think. And then, did U.S. soldiers refuse an order in Iraq? Yeah, I know. Yes. Yes. That was brilliant. And there's, there's more to it. There is more to it. So find that, look it up, watch the whole thing, because um, it's so satisfying now knowing what Tucker Carlson has become. You know? So, but, you know, okay, so aside from all this, after the, um, the show ended and Jon Stewart was no longer the host of The Daily Show. He, he did so many other, and I think, you know, during the run of The Daily Show, he did use it as a platform for his own activism. And so beyond that, one of the things that is most notable to me was his uh, advocacy for 9-11 um, uh, first responder uh, health. And so he spoke before the, the Congress and uh, there was a bill 
which was um, to aid the first responders. And so he spoke before Congress. The, the bill ultimately passed overwhelmingly. Um, and I think that the awareness that he brought to it and his advocacy was, you know, instrumental in its success for sure. So here is a little clip. All it. Behind me, a filled room of 9-11 first responders. And in front of me, a nearly empty Congress. Sick and dying, they brought themselves down here to speak to no one. It's shameful. It's an embarrassment to the country, and it is a stain on this institution. And you should be ashamed of yourselves for those that aren't here, but you won't be. Because accountability doesn't appear to be something that occurs in this chamber. We don't want to be here. Lou doesn't want to be here. None of these people want to be here. But they are, and they're not here for themselves. They're here to continue fighting for what's right. Lou's going to go back for his 69th chemo. The great Ray Pfeiffer would come down here, his body riddled with cancer and pain, where he couldn't walk. And the disrespect shown to him and to the other lobbyists on this bill is utterly unacceptable. Okay, now the next topic is Jeff Wittick, and he is aging like a fine wine. I think he said he's like 30, 33, or 34, and he is the star of, of the third version of H3's The Bachelor. So he is looking for love, and he is really coming into his own. Um, he's vulnerable. Here he is with a puppy. Roll it! Space documentary. Did you meet my new, my new puppy? Can I have this one? Absolutely. <laughs> Where's Ducky? Where are you? Ducky! Are you guys selling dogs? Where Ducky! Where are you, Ducky? Right there. I don't want to see the dog unless it's for sale. He's, oh, that's a cutie. He's absolutely not for sale. He's our special little boy. He's oh, so cute. No he's like four months old, Yorkie. He's so he's so sweet. He's the yeah, best. Look dog at him. Boy. Wow. He is the. Boy. He's got the best disposition about everything, and he's yeah. he's already doing so good with potty training. Where'd you find him? Um. From a, I don't know actually. Lena helped like me find it from a breed. No, not at all. It was. I'll tell you. It, he was. Uh, he looks twelve hundred. It wasn't that much. Twelve hundred. I mean, that's a lot of money for for. That's a lot of money, but for. I'll give you twenty five right now. <laughs> wow. Twenty five hundred. That's a hundred percent profit. Yeah. You want to come home with me, don't you? Yeah. I'll tell you what. If you take my dog, I'm gonna have a proposition for Ela. Will you hide this gun for me? <laughs> Here, let's get rid of I this. I love him, though. He's such a good boy. Yeah, so... Okay, isn't that cute? So, you know, previously he had talked about doing this on his own. Um, and he put it out to his fan base, and he got, you know, a decent 
a decent response. And in the meantime, I think, you know, the H3 crew were like, hey, let's join forces. You can be our new bachelor. Again, the third, um, the third bachelor, the first was Ian, who is one of the H3 crew, who then met Sam and they've been together, uh, I think it'll be five years. And then of course, Trisha Paytas and Gila Klein, Ethan's wife's brother, Ethan's brother-in-law, was one of the contestants for, you know, Trisha being the bachelorette. And they, of course, are together and um, have a baby and we'll have a second. So Jeff Wittick will be the third in this. Um, so he talks, he talks about that and about how you know, he's, he's going to see this through and then, you know, maybe he'll do, you know, a follow-up show after this. Um, but he, but he also speaks of, you know, his, his own insecurity physically after the accident with the crane, which, you know, if you don't know about that, look it up, but it's also, you know, on our channel. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it's, it starts February the 14th, Valentine's Day. And I just watched the live Jeff FM, which uh, Ethan was the guest. And um, I think Jeff will be, you know, on that on that first episode, and then they will be weekly until there is a match, or they've exhausted, you know, the the candidates. Um, but yeah, so here is a mashup of them talking about it. Okay, roll it. Am yeah, I wrong? I was trying not to look at it. We started this email and we just started as a joke and then the email started blowing up and there's really good submissions in there. So I might just pass that off to you guys because I trust okay. your crew. That's and good. I can give you guys that and say it comes down to like, maybe there's like a top three or yeah. something. So maybe I can spin that into like a sequel or spin off or sure. something. But that's just like, <laughs> these are all Paradise. options down the line. I don't know. I might find the one and just be like, all right, this is it. You know, I don't, I don't need any, so guys. I might fire my whole team, leave this business. Yeah. Go back to cutting hair. Smuggling. Oh, cutting hair. Yeah. Got it. So, and also I got humbled really badly by that crane. So that, you know, stopped <laughs> me from dating for a while. Cause you know, I had to relearn my face, you know, my face changed. So mm. I hurt my confidence oh, talking no. to women, even this right now, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, you're thinking about Is how your eye looking looks? at my eye. Oh really? Yeah, I think I'm not. I think about that. Well, I'm looking in your eye. But that's what I would be doing anyway. Yeah, but it's it just in, insecurities. It's... You know, I'm, oh, look, I'm an open book, and I'm gonna be that on the show. I'm right. gonna let them know my insecurities. Okay. <clears throat> so you're not gonna be mad if I end up doing a spinoff show of our our thing here. We could collab on care. it. I just want to do ours first. Of course. It just I don't want to be dealing with the same people parallel. Yeah. That yeah. would be that would just be awkward. Okay. You got any celebrities or anything in, in there that you could throw in? Maybe like, uh, who's that girl you had on your show? Pokimane? She's, I'll, reach out to her. Okay. Yeah. You that, like, you like Pokimane? I don't know. I kind of, I think so. She said nice things about me on the show. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I oh, caught fantastic. that part. Yeah. She's a fan. She might be watching right now. She does frequent. Okay. I can yeah. reach out. Sure. I'll reach it, out to all the way. But it, I just, it'd be nice for somebody. I'm not looking for somebody that wants to become an influencer or something like that. But if somebody already has an established career yeah. and they understand the sort of flow of work that we have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, here is a quickie clip 
of today's live Jeff FM with Ethan Klein, where they were talking about The Bachelor. And I will say, I watched the whole thing live, and there was way too much of, you know, prison talk and Jeff's friend sitting in as, as a sidekick for me. For me, I'm not into it. I'm not into all that machismo, machismo stuff. Um, yeah, it was kind of, kind of a lot, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't need to hear about prison life. I, I, I don't want to hear about it, but I guess some people do. I mean, there were like 17,000 people watching it along with me and I'm sure many, 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 many others will watch it now that it's online. So watch it online, watch it for yourself. But, um, here's a little clip. Okay. Here it is. Roll it. Pow. Um, should we get into... H3 Bachelor? Should we talk Bachelor? I am. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking you did H Ethan Heartthrob, and then I thought I'm married. Uh, no, I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do it yeah. for you over here. That'd be that'd be pretty funny though. That'd if we, be like, weird. Tried to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's break your marriage. <laughs> we've been talking about it here a lot, and well, it's a very exciting. Um, we're launching it on Valentine's Day. So does that mean we're filming live on Valentine's Day? Valent- so okay valentine's day we are going to open up the submissions i think mm-hmm. we'll we'll be doing a live show am i there for that if you're available okay yeah you have big plans on valentine's day otherwise no, i hope I, not I, no i'm i'm committed i just want to know what um like so that'll be our, to, our yeah. launch day we'll come we'll open the applications we'll tell people what we're looking for and then the next week or in two weeks depending on how long it takes them We'll have our first round of applicants to go over. Well, and then oh, we'll bring so you we're back doing in. Like a season, it's like a multi-episode yeah. series. It's 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 effort, you know. So because we got to look through tons of resumes, we got to shorten it down to like twenty applicants. Yeah. And then we're gonna bring you in. We're gonna review them all together, pick out of the twenty, maybe ten or something, and then we'll start having them call into the show mm-hmm. and see the rapport. Okay. Uh, did did Pokey respond? Fuck. You know what? She probably is trying to contact me. I'm off Twitter. She's She's probably probably in a relationship because she seemed all like flustered and then she shut it off. Like I didn't want to say anything. I don't. I don't know. I get that vibe. But I I know a lot of like Twitch people are they they keep it private. So it's possible that she is. I have not saying that from any. I like that even. That makes me like her even more. Yeah, because she like keeps that shit private. All right, well, the last thing that I just wanted to throw in here is um, Trisha Paytas identifying as a drag queen, because I always refer to her as a drag queen, or I think of her as a drag queen, because she does not look like the person that she presents when she's on, on her podcast or when she's in glam. She's a, dra- she's a drag queen, and a drag queen, this is not derogatory. A, in fact, it's a compliment, um, I think. A drag queen can be male or female or, you know, anywhere in between. And um, she does not look like, you know, the wigs and like all of it. She's a drag queen. And so she, and I don't watch, I don't watch her podcast because I usually don't know who her guests are. They're like, they're, they're like the most recent was um, or is a professional wrestler's wife or like OnlyFans performers just like a bunch of people i don't know and i'm not interested in and also i'm not interested in her you know or what she has 
to say, but then because of, you know, knowing who she is, I will sometimes, like, you know, just check in. So she had uh, Sugar and Spice, who are twin drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race season 15, who I find very endearing, and I really like them. So I watched a little bit of it, as much as I could muster with Trisha. And she said she's a drag queen. She did. So you can watch that. I just put, like, a still. Or, yeah, photo that I found online here. Um, but then the other thing that was kind of funny, because I did watch a little clip from another episode where Moses, that is her husband, which is Ethan Klein's brother-in-law, Hila's uh, brother, now her husband, and the father of her baby and soon-to-be born baby, um, talking about RuPaul's Drag Race and how he he was like, wow, that's what that's what they look like without makeup? Wow. Well, that's Trisha, drag queen. Drag queen, drag queen, drag queen, 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 queen. And I love drag queens. I just don't enjoy Trisha. So I'm sorry to end with that negative, but I did think it was amusing. Yeah, I do. So thank you so much for listening, watching this. And please like, comment, Subscribe, share, join our cult. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.